Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Daf Yomi. My name is Yitzchak Shalom. We're now in Masechet Sukkah, Daf Mem Gimel Amud Bet at the top of the Amud. Uh, and analyzing now the uh, Deen of Arava, the uh, Mishnah told us that Lulav and Arava, each of them could be six or seven days depending on how the week falls out. We said that Lulav is seven days if the first day of Sukkot is on Shabbat, and that Arava is seven days if the last day of Sukkot is on Shabbat. Arava b'shvi ma'itama dachya Shabbat. Why is it dachya Shabbat? V'yochanan k'deh l'farsama shehi min ha-Torah. In order to publicize that the mitzvah of Arava really is a mitzvah in the Torah. And we'll see about that source a little bit. So we should also publicize Lulav the same way. The answer is Lulav Gzer Mishum Darabah. We have the Gzerah, as we said, of Rabbah that we're afraid we're going to carry it. So make the same Gzerah with Aravah. It's brought by the Shluchay Beitin. Um, and, um, and Lulav, the Chomasur. Everybody has to have their own Lulav. So we're afraid that somebody won't know how to do it. So if that's the case, then the Arava should be brought any day, meaning all seven days, regardless of how Shabbat falls out. The answer is, If we do that, then people are going to start thinking Lulav is not significant, because we're not allowing Lulav, we're allowing Arava. <coughs> so why don't we allow at least allow, allow Arava on the first day, if uh, if it's Shabbat, so people won't recognize it. They'll think it's the lulav being pushed because that's why all the rava is also in the lulav. So pick another day, the second day or the fourth day. The answer is Kevin to come off. Since we're not doing it on the first, Ugmashvi you pick the seventh. So why do we do it today also? Here in Bavel, we don't know what day is really Yom Tov, so we don't know if today is the seventh day or not. In Israel, where they do know they should be docheb, he said it never happened, meaning they coordinated the schedule, as is in our calendar, to make sure that the last day of Sukkot never falls out on Shabbat. All the other Nechute, Ravin, Ravdimi, etc., came down. They said, Ikla, it happened some, once in a while that uh, the seventh day was in Shabbat, and they still didn't take Aravah. Velakasha, why not? Yosef, man lemolan darava menetila. Who says that arava, the mitzvah, is to pick it up? Tumah b'skifa. Maybe the mitzvah is to put the arava up against the mizbeach. Eight of Abaye. So I challenge that. Lulav arava shisha v'shiva. Our Mishnah. My love, kilulav isn't arava and lulav parallel. My love and tilav arava and tilav. Just lulav like in lulav the mitzvah is to pick it up. Same thing with arava. So midiyuri who said hakit eva hakit ite lulav its way arava its way. Every day we we go around the Mizbech one time. On that day, the seventh day, we go around seven times. Isn't that referring to walking around with the Arava? Meaning the Mitzvah of Arava could just be to put it up against the Mizbech and let it sit there. But he said, you do walk around with the Arava. He says, Arava, but I say, Lulav. So we have a machloket that goes to others about whether it's Lulav or Arava. About what it is that they would carry around seven times, which means, is the mitzvah of Arava just to put it there or to, or to carry it? In which case, the problem would come of Shabbat. Let me come and tell you something very good that your father used to say. 
which was Rabba Rachana. Hadinan Koy Makifin Tamizbeh, Pamachad, Vyotoy Makifin Tamizbeh Shawapi, I mean the Mishnah that says that on every other day we'd go around the Mizbeach one time, and on that day what we call a Shadarab we'd go around seven times. Hachiyam Ravuch, Mishved Rabbi Lazar, your father quoted Rabbi Lazar from Tveria. Pilulav, they would go walk around with Lulav. Eitim Lulav, Dochet Ashabat, Tchilato, Rabbi Sofo. Lulav is Dochet if the first day is Shabbat, and Rabbi if the last day is Shabbat. Pamachat Chal Shvi Shavavali, Yopi Shabbat. One time the seventh day came out on Shabbat, Vehviu Morbiot Shalavami Erev Shabbat. They brought branches of Aravan Erev Shabbat. Vehichum Bazara. And they saw, they left him in the Azarav, Ikirbahan by Tusim. So the, our, the people who were enemies, who were messing with our calendar, and who disagreed with us about our practices, not they hid them underneath rocks, which of course meant we couldn't get to them because they're muktzah. So some of our less lettered folk, but who are patriots to us, saw it. They took it out from underneath the rocks. It was kafum tzidemizbeach, and the koanim came and they stood stood them up next to the tzidemizbeach. In other words, we see that the mitzvah of Arava is just to put it next to his beach, not to walk around with it. And you walk around with the lulav. But that's the kicker. The reason the Baitusim did is because they disagree and say that chibut Arava is not done on Shabbat. So you see it's actually picking it up, not putting it against the side. So therefore you see... That it is, uh, that we've, uh, disproven the idea that they only walked around with the lulav and not their avah. So therefore, but still the question is, at least in Eretz Israel, it should happen on Shabbat. So, <coughs> and this is going to kick back to something that we saw, that we studied in a couple of podcasts ago, and we're going to have to rethink it. And that is, since we in Bavel don't do it on Shabbat, in Eretz Yisrael they also don't do. In other words, Lashvot Aminagot, so we should be doing the same thing. But wait a second, you couldn't know what we said earlier. On the first day of Sukkot, um, they, uh, they shake Lulav if it's Shabbat, we don't. So the answer is, actually, they don't either. That's exactly what we, no, no, nobody shakes Lulav on Shabbat. Wait a second, isn't that we answered the two and we said we said the one about the is when it was standing and the one about Bekrasa was after it was destroyed and they still do it on Shabbat. The answer, we have to now go back and say the answer to those two Mishnah are they're both during the times of the Mikdash. In the Mikdash, that's how they would do it, and somewhere in Afula, they would do it differently. They would bring it to the Beit Knesset. So now a general question. Why is it that Lulav, where the mitzvah is really only the one day, and in the Mikdash it's all seven days, so why do we take all seven days as Zechel Mikdash? We don't do that with our Rava. Every day they do the Rava in the Mikdash, and we only do it one day, even though there is no Mikdash. So his first answer was, since you're kind of yotze with the Arava Yav and the Lulav, so you don't need to. You're doing that for Lulav, not for Arava. You think you pick it up twice, once for Lulav, once for Arava? You see, nobody does such a thing. 
He says, Lulav is from the Torah. So therefore, we extend it as a Zechlemikdash for all seven days. It's only the Rabbanan, so we don't extend it. Laman, wait a second, whose authority is who says that Arav is the Rabbanan? In the plural, and Abba Shaul famously said, You saw that in the previous parak. Why is it Arveinachal? Not to tell you that you have to take two, but there's one for the Lulav and one for Arava, so it's Doraita. According to Rabbanan, Arava is Halachal Moshvi Sinai. Uh, it's a very famous statement the fact that if you have 10 saplings within a particular size field that allows you to plow the field right up until the day before Shemitah the mitzvah of Arava and Nisuchamayim which we'll get to a little later in the Masachat are all halach Sinai which means everybody agrees it's still right in some way I'll say it a little differently in other words Lulav there is a mitzvah outside of the Mikdash uh, at all meaning the first day so there, we can extend it for seven days. But Arava, there is no mitzvah outside of the Mikdash at all of Arava. So therefore we do it one day, we don't do seven days. So Kohanim, or Balimum, go between the Ulam and the Mizbeach in order to fulfill the mitzvah of Arava. It sounds like you're going around with it. Rabbi Yochanan, Miyamara, Rabbi Yochanan said, who said such a thing? Miyamara, who are you, Amar? The answer is, you yourself said it. You're the one who said, Arava. Yeah, but I didn't say that you have to, to carry them. Maybe I meant you just put it in the Veach. And I didn't say Balimumin. Maybe it's only proper Kohanim. So if Machloket, what the source of Arava is, is it Yesod Nevim, which means the Nevim established it, and the other is it's a Minhag that the Nevim were Manhig. So we think Rabbi Yochanan is the one who said Yesod Nevim. Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yesod Nevim, who he said it, Tistayim. He didn't say that. So it can't be Yisod Nevim, because it goes back to Moshe. So we quote the Pasuk from Daniel, he was kind of taken aback, and he didn't know how to answer. The answer is yes, and then it got forgotten, and then the Nevim reestablished it. We say that about several things, but that's Pach. Rabbi Yochanan said to Bnei Bavel, I was talking about Rav Kahana, that uh, you say it's yours, it's ours, but it's really yours. In other words, the Torah is really with you. So, Lokasha, Kan Mikdash, Kan Bigvulin, in the Mikdash. Um, um, It's Allah Mishi Sinai in the Gvulin though, outside, that is the fact that we take Arava in the Gvulin, that is Yisod Devim. Okay, I'm Rabbi Yamin. Arava Tzrichashir, the Arava has a minimum Shir. Ve'en until it's all You have to take the Arava by itself, not with the Lulav. Ve'en until it's all the Lulav. You can't fulfill it with the Arava in the Lulav. Now, Kevin Armin until the Lulav. The second statement implies the third. What do you need it for? 
I might think that's only if you didn't pick it up and then pick it up again, which we suggested earlier. If you did that, maybe you don't, maybe you're okay. So Kamash Falan, that it really must be separated. That is Rabbi Ami. Rav Chista Rabbi Yitzchak. You can use the Arava that's in the Lulav. What's the Shiurah? have to be three moist or fresh leaves. There can be one leaf and one stem, one little bud. Coming out of one little uh, stem. Ravayu, I Ivu, which is almost assuredly Rav's father, who we don't hear from very often. So I was in front of Rav Tzadok. This goes back now to the uh, second century, the beginning of the second century, and a man came in front of him with an Arava. Shakil chavit chavit He took it, he hit it on the ground, and he did not make a bracha on it. Kasavra minagnevim hu. His position was that it's minagnevim, and therefore there's no bracha. We don't make a bracha on a minhag. Um, Ayvu v'chezkia bnei barte derav. Aitu arava lekame derav. So um, they brought an arava in front of Rav. Chavit chavit v'lobarach. Kasavra minagnevim hu. He had the same practice. Kamar Ayvu. Havi came to kame derav belazra b'tzadok. Again, ato lekame hu gabra man kamar malei karyata itli. Karmaya Yitli, Zaytaya Yitli, I have cities, I have vineyards, I have olive groves, and And the village people come and they, uh, hoe in the, uh, in the vineyards, it's during Shemitah, and they eat from the olive trees. Is it okay or not? It's not okay. Because you shouldn't let them work on Shemitah. So he walked out. I've been here 40 years. I've never seen a man who was as straight as this guy. He's so concerned about how these people are behaving on Shemitah. So he said, what should I do? He said, be mafkir your... Um, your olive groves, um, uh, to the poor people, and then, uh, pay on your own to the, uh, people who are hoeing the, the fields. Kashkushimishari, since when are you allowed to do that? Vahatanya, Vashvitishmetanam Tashta, the Pasukavat Shmita, Tishmetanam in the Kashkesh, you can't, uh, use the hoe. You can't remove rocks. There's two kinds of hoeing. One is filling in holes. And one is bettering the trees. That one is us. And that's the one that he said pay them for. To fill in the holes. You shouldn't, you shouldn't walk more than three parsaot on Erev Shabbat. And the concern here is you're going to arrive very late and they won't know you're coming, and then there won't be food, and they'll be with nefesh. That's only to your own house. If you're staying at somebody else's house, I might do not eat some. You're taking your own food, and that's what you're going to use, and nobody will be upset. The opposite one, which is even to your own house. Rukana tells a story. It happened once that I did this, and I got there late, and I couldn't even find the smallest thing to eat. Our Mishnah, we said that the 
they would bring the Luavim up to the Beit HaMikdash, and the, the Chazanim would put them on Gav HaYitzvah, on the top of the pillars under the sun. Now here he had Agag HaYitzvah, sorry, that's on the on the roof. And in Armist it said Gav HaYitzvah, so he said, what, he, has to dry, he wants to dry him out, doesn't want them to dry out. Alayim Agav HaYitzvah, that's the proper gear, so which means it's underneath the top layer. There was a, a series of pillars, and inside another series of pillars, and in there was an area where you could put the lulavim. Okay, we'll pause at this point, we're going to pick up with now the Mishnah's detailing of Mitzvat Arava, which will reference a lot of things that we just saw, but in the meantime, it should have a wonderful day.